0: Hey there, and welcome into another episode of the King of Kings multi-site podcast. With King Kings ex- expanding to multiple campuses, we want to use this podcast to explain the how, why, what, and any other questions surrounding multi-site. My name is Dan Hoppen. I'm the director of small groups here at King Kings, and to help us break down multi-site, I have my awesome co-host Julie Easley. She is the executive director at King Kings here with me today. How are you today, Julie? doing great, Dan. Thanks. Well, that's fantastic to hear. So in case you are listening to this podcast and have no idea what we're talking about, King of Kings plans to open a second campus in Northwest Omaha in 2023, followed by a third campus in Gretna in 2024. This is all part of a big plan to have 10 campuses planted in the next 20 years. And today we are going to focus on growth and address any concerns that new campuses will divide the church. So I think to get us in the right mindset, we need to uh, revisit the Great Commission in John 28, when Jesus says, "...therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you." Jesus didn't say, hide behind your church walls. He called us to be bold, to go to all nations. So we're not going to be opening any churches or any campuses across the globe anytime soon, but that is the idea behind adding additional campuses, correct?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what we really want to do is we want to reach into new neighborhoods with the gospel. You know, stats say that most people will drive about three and a half miles from their home to a church. So our I Street campus here is pretty exceptional, right? We're not this this location isn't a neighborhood church per se. We're located right on the highway and we have people who come from really long distances, you know, hop on the expressway and get over here. So this is kind of an exceptional location, but but really statistics show that it's much easier to invite your neighborhood or invite your neighbor if the church is in your neighborhood actually right and you know as greg has said before growing churches grow churches and and we just feel like god has placed a calling on our church we're in such a, a healthy solid spot right now this is the perfect time to um plant a multi site and and as mentioned um in the last podcast the last church the last lcms church um to start a a at all, um, in Nebraska by the LCMS was in 2016.
0: So it's kind of right.
1: Yeah. It's a long time ago. So we just feel like it's time.
0: So as leadership at King Kings recognize it's time, what was it about the Northwest Omaha, uh, portion of the city that really kind of drew our interest and said, that's where we want our first, um, campus addition to be.
1: Yeah. So let's first talk about what we mean by Northwest Omaha. Cause that it's like, what do you mean by that? So we're talking about kind of the section of land that's west of 680 south of Fort, north of Blondeau, and east of I-80, so the kind of that section there. And as we kind of did some research, we found that there's no church like King of Kings in that area, both Lutheran and also kind of highly modern in our worship. In fact, one pastor who did some research on churches in Omaha called this Northwest Corridor the Desert of Churches. There's really not that many churches out there, Um, and it's a really fast-growing region. And it actually has the largest subdivision in all of Nebraska, which is Hillsboro. And Hillsboro, the Hillsboro neighborhood has um, more than eleven hundred homes in it. Um, and we have actually about 205 active King of Kings families who live in the Northwest. Area. And so, when we think about, you know, creating an invitational culture, we want our people to invite their neighbors, it makes sense to go to a place where a lot of King and King's people are already,
0: yeah, I, I think that that's really smart. You know, you talked about that that three and a half mile radius that people are willing to go for church. I mean, if you've got your neighbors saying, "I've got a church for you that I can vouch for that is easily within that three and a right. half miles, the chances that they're going to give that church a shot go up exponentially. I love that. So I really want to address an issue that I think could cause some heartburn for some people is that won't opening additional campuses and having people who maybe used to attend I Street campus, maybe now they'll attend the Northwest Omaha campus or even future Gretna campuses, things like that. Won't that divide the church? How, how, how do we stay connected as an overall church family when we might be in different Physical locations,
1: Right. So I was thinking about this. It's sort of like a parent um, when they have one child and they're wondering if a second child is going to divide their love. And having another child doesn't divide your love. It multiplies it. So we are multiplying opportunities for hearing the gospel, for loving others, for an invitation into the Christian life, and for living out the Great Commission that we talked about earlier. But... All right? And that's the that's the amazing, fantastic thing. But as any parent knows, having a second, third, or fourth child does make life more complicated, right? And so we're going to have to look for ways to streamline our systems to make them as effective as they can be. Um, we need to focus on things that will have maximum impact and opportunity for life transformation in Jesus. And as I think about kind of our mindset going forward, the way that we're going to have to visualize this is that this is part of being courageous. Um, so, for example, is it going to be tough to see um, Peter Bay go to the next campus? It it will. Will some of our friends be now attending um, a different campus? Yes. Will it feel as comfortable? Probably as it always has been here. Probably not. But we're now as a church moving into a more active missionary phase and it's going to bring some sacrifice. And I just want everybody to think about um, what kind of mindset are we going to have around that? I think that if we'd say, you know what, it's it's kind of now on me to be inviting. It's on me to be praying for our campuses and, and for unity. It's important for me to be um, as positive as I can be about changes because we know it's about reaching more people. Um, And it's really up to me to get engaged with community, in connect groups, maybe in a prayer group. Um, Those are things that are going to kind of unite us instead of divide us.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I think that's something that Greg is really hammered home throughout this whole process is just finding ways to get engaged in community, whether that's joining a serving team, whether that is joining a connect group, maybe, you know, it's just being more intentional about finding ways to connect yourself with other people. So even if maybe the people that you're used to seeing at church every Sunday are in a different physical location, there's still plenty of awesome people here. It's not like (laughs) just because your friends maybe went to Northwest Omaha campus that Like, there's no one left at King of Kings. There's all kinds of great people here.
1: Yeah, I think it just requires some intentionality. This is going to be a season for us to be intentional around our thinking and around taking proactive next steps um, and things that we can do to to grow community wherever we go.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, more campuses means a larger geographic footprint, additional worship space, and more chances for guests to visit a church building. And the proof is actually in the pudding. There are stats that show that 85% of multi-site churches report growth since launching a new campus. So how does the Northwest Campus, and in 2024, the Gretna Campus, position King of Kings to reach parts of the city that it simply can't in the I Street location?
1: Right. So, as we just talked about a little bit ago, people, you know, probably have a a, a certain amount of distance that they're willing to travel. Um, research has shown it's like three and a half miles. So, again, this is all about location, location, location. Where are people? How do we break down barriers for people going to church and kind of overcome their objections? And having a church in a neighborhood that's close to you really does that.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, there is a lot that goes into adding new campuses, especially when it comes to ensuring that the entire church body remains connected. And this is something that we've never done before. Like you said, we're being courageous. We're stepping out in faith. We don't know what it looks like to open a new campus yet, but we've brought on some people who have done that previously and they've helped other churches. They know best practices. We had a consulting team come in and, and they've been actively working with us to try and, uh, just try and help us take those first steps to ensure that our future campuses are going to be successful. Um, Julie, who did we bring in and, and what did they present to us? Right.
1: So we actually brought in help from both, um, from two groups, one group called the Elevate Group and then a company called Ministry Solutions. And the consultants at Elevate really helped me. I'm, I'm the point person sort of for this whole multi-site project. They're helping me think through kind of all of our church systems. And um, hiring as we prepare to scale. So like I said before, when you add campuses, just like adding kids to your family, it just kind of exponentially makes everything more complicated. So how are we going to go about um, all of our systems, all of our programming, all of our hiring um, to, to make the most sense to and to make things here at King of Kings still clear and cohesive and understandable and a great experience for everyone? Um, And then we also met with a group called Leadership Solutions, and they're helping more on the building side of things. So site acquisition, um, renovations of properties. They have a huge amount of experience in both the public and private sector with these kinds of projects. So we've kind of got like the inside of the church stuff and then the outside building part and, and site acquisition side of things. So we're getting help in both of those areas.
0: What were maybe some of the most insightful or eye-opening or just important things that you think that we as a church learned from those consultants?
1: So I think, first of all, let's just talk a little bit about our Northwest site. Our Northwest site is going to open in a year. The building will open in a year, but we need to start the church now. We need to start planting seeds now. And what um, what we learned from the consultants is that there's kind of two different... Um, ways to approach this. And and it sounds a little aggressive, but just bear with me. So um, they talked about a ground attack and an air attack. A ground attack is when you kind of go into the neighborhood and say, what are needs that we can meet? Who are the people that we can meet ahead of time to let them know we're here? Is there a school that we could connect with, like we've done here with Disney Elementary, and just say, hey, how can our church be a blessing to you? Letting people know that we're for them and for the community, right? So that's kind of the whole boots on the ground. Peter's going to be doing a lot of that work, meeting with people, meeting with organizations. And then we also have what we call an air attack, which is sort of all of kind of our digital um, emphasis. So when people check us out on our website, do they see that we're for the community, that we're for families? Um, Do they see that reflected in our social media? So we want what we're doing um, ahead of time in the area to be also reflected when people check us out online, which is a huge part of what people do when they decide, you know, whether they want to attend a church or not. They check out the website, they look at their social media. So that's kind of one portion, right? So we're 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 opening a building next October, but we're starting a church now. I also think. Um, one thing that they talk to us a lot about is just how often we need to communicate our vision for multi-site, and so that's why I've got those multi-site minutes going. If you hop onto our website, you can find out all about multi-site. If you want to get like the latest scoop on things, text multi-site to ninety-four thousand, and those videos will come right to your phone. Literally, they're a minute long. I I try to. It's like my mission in life. She's not like a pastor. She
0: doesn't fudge on her (laughs) delivery times. They're in the time frame.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, And and this is the reason why we're doing these podcasts. I just want to, we just want to keep communication flowing um, between staff and congregation about what's happening. And then finally, you know, they're just helping me think through all of our current systems, what we need to change and adapt to support us as we grow from volunteers to communication and everything in between
0: that 's awesome it 's just it 's so fun to see this plan start to come together and and I love what you 're talking about that yes, the actual physical location of Northwest is not going to be open until next fall, but the plans are being put in place every the, the foundation is being laid right now, and we actually just redid our website. It looks all fresh and new it 's fantastic uh social media i 've noticed that our efforts have been ramped up in the last couple months, and I think that that 's just a great way to reach new people and show them King of Kings is is great, and it is expanding to different parts of the city. Uh, I, I just love this. Talking about growth is incredibly exciting, and the prospect of reaching more people and getting a chance to show them Jesus' love is is such a blessing. If you, dear listener, want to learn more about King of Kings multi-site plans, you can visit kingofkings.org slash multi-site Julie, thank you so much for your time today. This is always fun to talk about. Yeah, it really is. We are going to have many more podcasts coming on the subjects of multi-site in the upcoming weeks and months. So stay tuned, King of Kings family. Thank you so much for listening today.